are going to just dive right in because we have a bunch of questions that we want to just get to know all about you, Paige. So let's let's kick this off. I love asking some icebreaker questions just for our listeners to get to know you like a little bit better. And it's they're just like off the cuff. You don't know what they are. <laughs> so brace yourself for that but it'll allow our listeners to understand who exactly you are just a little bit more and then i'll explain who you are where you come from and then we'll get into the interview how's that sound sounds like a plan perfect okay if you i love this question i, I hate duplicating questions i've asked this before but i kind of like it if you had to be in any reality tv show what would that one be Ooh, okay, this is a good one. Any reality TV show? I, you know what? I would actually go with Survivor. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I feel like we're gonna we're gonna throw it back a little bit because at first yeah. I was thinking of MTV shows, but you know what? I I think I'd be on Survivor. I want to see how far I can go, yeah. how much I can like push past things and like really give myself a challenge. So yeah, I think that'd be it. I love that. And I feel like just because that question, like, really lets you know who someone is. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just that answer alone. A lot of people would be like the housewives or this reality show. But I love that you threw out Survivor. I honestly would have never thought of that. And I feel like that says a lot about you. So I love it. The next question I have is if you weren't an entrepreneur, what would you be if you had to be something else? If I had to be something else. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. Um, we'll keep it real. <laughs> I would actually probably be uh, a social worker. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, actually, I went to school um, for five and a half years to get my social work degree. Still a class short. Found out that it wasn't um, my full-blown passion. Yeah. But um, it is something that I love children. And I would love to be able to help, you know, anyone. And yeah, that, that's what I do. Perfect. Now, my last question is, if you could pick one person to spend the day with, who would that be? And I <laughs> if you could pick any other person other than family that you had to spend the day with, who would you want to spend it with? Oprah. Ooh. Yeah, so, okay. I'm going to spend the day with Oprah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I might be a fly on the wall for that one. <laughs> Awesome. Okay, guys, now that you have gotten to know Paige a little bit more, I'm going to actually tell you who this chick is, and I'm just so excited to have her on this podcast. She is a 26-year-old entrepreneur of a two home-based businesses, so not just one, but two, and it's all under her brand, The Experience Better Lifestylist. She's a mom of a strong-willed two-year-old, which I get that so much. I have a five-year-old, so... As moms, we got to stick together with these strong-willed kids. <laughs> she is married to a man who serves in the U.S. military, and her mission is to help women experience better and transform into who they are as wanting to develop more in their health and their healing and uplifting and empowering women all around. So I'm so excited. I love that we got to get to know you right off the bat, right this episode, this episode and I, I just, I look forward to this. <laughs> Me too. I'm excited. I'm so happy to be here. Yes. Now, my first question I want to just get into with you is what led you to becoming an entrepreneur? Like, did you 
know that was the direction you were going to go? Did you kind of just like fall into it? How did that happen? Um, actually, it it fell in it fell into my lap. I had no idea that this industry even existed. Right. Um, I had moved out to California. I was in a place in my life where I needed to lose weight. I needed to find myself again. I was a brand new mom and I had, I had tried a product and I fell in love with the product. And then I realized the person who sold me the product, that's what she did full time. Mm. And I was like, wait, what? You, you work from home? Like this is a thing. Yeah. See, I was like this, what? Okay. And so I reached out to her and I just decided to dive all the way in. I needed something for me at that point. I knew nothing. And I mean, I knew absolutely nothing. But if I could have, if I could gain, oh, I guess basically what I'm saying is I didn't have anything to lose. Right, right. That's what it was. I didn't have anything to lose. Awesome. And you said that this was in the earlier stages of you becoming a mom. So this was about two years ago. Is that right? Uh, About two and a half. Yeah, two and a half half years years ago. ago? Awesome. Mm -hmm. Because it was just interesting when you say, like, you didn't know this was a thing. And for someone like myself, I've been kind of in this journey that's been evolving for, gosh, it's crazy to think that it's almost been eight, six to eight years, you know? And when you say two years ago, you didn't realize it was a thing. It's like, that just kind of puts things into perspective for others who think that, oh, everything is already out there or there's no room for them. Like, no, people still don't understand that this is a real thing. (laughs) And you still can really do this. So it's not like this hidden thing or it's not this too well-known of a thing to get into. Like you at any stage in your life, it's never, it's never not the right time. You know what I mean? Exactly. So I think that's really cool that even just, I mean, two years ago kind of seems like a long time, but in reality, it was no time at all. So Mm -hmm. that's cool. Um, Have you noticed that your priorities changed with being a mom and having a business? I mean, you have two businesses. So how have your priorities shifted with that? Um, Basically, I'm a mom before I'm anything else. Of course, yeah. Um, But I've also found that because these businesses put me in a position where, one, I'm not only supporting our family, I'm learning to be better and to grow and become the person I always knew I was meant to be under all of the other stuff that had happened in my life, mm-hmm. that my business and being a mom out actually goes hand in hand. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, the, the business, I feel like sometimes that can be like a mom's outlet. <laughs> yes. And it was. To be a better mom, you, it helps you develop as a person. And I totally understand and resonate with that. I think that's huge. I I know moms out there now that will say, I I wish I wasn't just a mom or I wish there was something more in my life. And for one, I'm always like, well, being just a mom is a huge thing in itself. So yes. don't don't downgrade yourself, girlfriend. But at the same time, I can understand where they're coming from because having a business is kind of like redefining yourself and having that adult-like, entity to you that could be missing potentially you know and I, I, yeah. I think they both go hand in hand like you said definitely agree with that yeah now with this decision to run a business from home was your spouse always 
supportive? Was there a little bit of hesitation when you when you told him what you were going to do? Like, let me know what that was like. I have a crazy story myself, but I always love hearing the spouse stories. <laughs> um, my husband has hands down always supported me with whatever I do. When I told him I was going to do this, he didn't quite understand what this was. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even know how to explain it. Um, I just told him this is what I'm doing. And he was like, okay, I guess this is what we're doing. <laughs> and now he continues to support me. And he actually, he can hold the whole entire conversation about my business with you because he's so involved because he knows how much I care about it and how passionate I am. And I, I'm so grateful to have a spouse that literally stands by my side through everything because I know there's women out there that don't have that. Right. Where their spouse actually makes it harder on them to to build a business, to expand and want to grow and to have a husband that just supports my growth and grows with me then on top of it. Uh, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, I, I think... We need to give him like a little applause <laughs> yes. from wherever we're at right now, because that is so true. A lot of people don't have that. And for you to have that from the start, and even though it might not have been easy for you to explain in the beginning, it didn't really, it doesn't sound like it mattered to him. It's, you knew your direction, you knew you did to figure out and you figured it out. And I think that's yeah. cool that he's been supportive from day one. That's amazing. Now, how did the brand experience better lifestyles come up to life? Like I know a lot of brands and usually it's like lifestyle or coach or mentor. I've never seen lifestylist. So I think that stands out to me and I like love that about you, but I'd love to hear like kind of how that came to life. Absolutely. So I, like I said, so two and a half years, Ago, I knew nothing about the industry. So I'm going to say a mistake that I made in the beginning was I branded my company instead of branding myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I was all company name, company name, company name, company name. And when I realized that we had gotten to a place where that wasn't going to work anymore, I wanted to brand me. Mm -hmm. I knew at that point I had my mission which regardless of where I am in life, regardless of what I choose to do, I always want people to experience better. Mm -hmm. And I also wanted to be able to put my two businesses under one roof. So essentially the experience better part came from my health and wellness. Mm -hmm. And then the lifestylist part came from my activewear. And then I put them together and you have the experience better lifestylist. That is genius. <laughs> I, I think that that is amazing. You, you kind of have like a little second, like genius to you, to a second knack to being able to develop that. Cause that, I mean, a lot of people, it's, it's hard for them to develop a brand and for you to be able to sync up and merge two, two relatively similar. I mean, activewear and health and wellness are, they go kind of hand in hand, mm -hmm. but to be able to merge them under one umbrella, a lot of people have a difficult time with. So that's amazing that you were able to figure it out. And I think that you can, even if you wanted to add something else in exactly. that realm, you had that flexibility to do that. Like you said, now that you're not solely name dropping certain things, it's, it's giving you more options for the future because brands evolve they exactly. they grow you never know the direction but with what you have you can do so much with that it's amazing that you've started that um with having a brand and a business what would you say has been 
the most difficult <laughs> part of having a business. The most difficult part was just to keep myself accountable. Mm. Um, I mean that with my time. I mean that with my content. It was so easy to have the time freedom and mm -hmm. push things off. Oh, I'll do it later. You know, oh, <laughs> oh, I'm just going to take a me day today because I could. Yeah. Uh, there was no one forcing my hand to do anything. But then in return, I, where I wanted to see my business go, it wasn't going. It was, you know, I was treating it like a hobby. So I was, yeah. it was hobby money. Treating it like a business, there's business money. So that was probably the hardest thing I had to learn was just holding myself accountable and truly being my own boss. Yeah, that's, that's definitely a hurdle a lot of people face. So I think our listeners that are listening right now are probably like, oh, that's me. <laughs> that's me right now. I don't really want to admit it, but it's probably a ton of people. And whether you work a nine to five and then you do have like a side business or a side hustle that you want to replace your nine to five, I almost think that there's this perception of when you are a stay-at-home mom or if you do if you don't have nine to five, you know, if you don't have any other um, business type of responsibilities, it's just your own business, that people think that they're more successful. And I look at that as like almost a perspective of kind of inaccurate because I think it takes a lot more discipline to be a stay-at-home business owner. I agree with you. Absolutely. Just like you said, like, if you took a day off, who's going to be there to hold you accountable? <laughs> yeah. You know? So I think that that perception is um, kind of faulty and inaccurate. And I have to applaud you guys that are home 24-7. And we are just, like, trying to make it happen. No one's sitting there behind your shoulder saying this is due then. Like, you have to be your own uh your own authority in that sense, you know? Absolutely. So with knowing what was the most difficult, what would you say is something that comes like so natural to you that it, it just like is second nature? Creating content. Okay. I love speaking from my heart. I really okay. do. Once I got past the fear of people, like what people would think, mm -hmm. I just started speaking from my heart and there's always something on my heart. Yeah. Now, go yeah. ahead. And that was just the part of me that started to flow and it made business so much more fun. Awesome. Now, do you have like a certain strategy behind it other than being um, like real and authentic, like you're saying? Because a lot of people have, that's like a big hurdle for them. Now, like, what do you think, maybe like you do like a little framework, like, you know, to always integrate something into your content. Like, what does that kind of like, what's behind the scenes of that for you? If you don't mind us digging into creating content. <laughs> Absolutely. So I, my agenda is right in front of me right now. Oh. And I have a to-do list for every week and I'm going to post three things at least directly related to um, my products. And then mm -hmm. I'm going to also post two things that are business related. And from there, I, I let my stories do a lot of the, the other work for me. Uh -huh. But as long as I have a business balance where I'm putting out content that is where I know my purpose is to get um, my products out there, what I can help you with out there, the rest comes from my heart. I put that, I found that the more I share me and the more I share really, and I always say this, I always say that whatever on my heart, 
is mm-hmm. why people now gravitate towards me. Um, they relate to the struggles. They relate to just me being real. Um, and when I create my content, I focus it around how I'm feeling because if someone, if I'm feeling that way, I know that someone else needs to hear it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. That's great. So it's not like you just, it's like you have like a, you have a structure to your week so that you know kind of what direction kind of each day is going, but then you still have enough flexibility to where if something is heavy on your heart, you can, you have the day or the time to make content around that. Exactly. I think that's that's really awesome because that way it's not like, it's not like you're so like what's the word I'm looking for it's not like you're so structured where you know each day to a t what you're going to post but you know at least on this day it'll be products related but maybe there's something else you have to say you know what I mean exactly that's 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 what worked better for me yeah um was giving myself that freedom as long as I knew by the end of the week that I would have three product related posts two about the business um and now something that I recently incorporated is making sure that I go live at least twice a week Mm, um the rest of the time that leaves plenty of time for just speaking about my life and who I am and and what I feel people other people need to hear because I'm feeling it too perfect now have like the live streams come natural to you or was that kind of hard to (laughs) dip your toes into what was that like in the beginning uh lives were very scary for me Mm -hmm. I had the perception that everybody wanted to see me a certain way as in like highlight reel way. And I felt like lives left me very open and vulnerable. Interesting. So I stayed away from them for a long time. And at one point, our one of my companies has had released a challenge where if you went live for 30 days, they had an incentive for you at the end. And so I went live 30 days and I did it. Wow. So and it was kind it of like, um, we're pushing you out there. Yes. <laughs> and you got to, you, you just conquered the fear. That's I amazing. Did. But then I walked away. So it was like 30 days. I did it because that was, that was part of me learning the accountability thing. Yeah. Before I had, you know, I had a huge incentive at the end of that. I knew what I was getting by doing those lives for 30 days. Um, But I don't know when I do my lives now, what the incentive is going to be. There's not a direct one. I know there'll be one at some point, but I had to reincorporate it because it did still make me uncomfortable. It's still, I still get, still got nervous uh, about it. But I also realized that the biggest growth that I've had in my business is when people see me in real time, in real life, uh, doing what I what I kind of know how to do <laughs> with yeah. cooking. But um, yeah, that's that's kind of how I do it. And that's something that I learned too about with live videos. Me just speaking to a screen didn't. I was always so worried about my mm-hmm. content and what was coming out of my mouth and how things were flowing. So I actually decided that incorporating healthier lifestyle recipes were easier for me. It gave me something to do with my hands. Uh, it gave me an end result. And I also was giving value that way instead of just having to speak directly towards a camera. For sure. That makes total sense. It's kind of like, not a crutch. It's not the right word, but it was like a, it was a comfort level while getting out of a comfort level. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. Like you had a good balance of, okay, I'm stepping out of my comfort zone, but there's still something here that makes me feel okay with this. Mm-hmm. And that was a, that not, I'm sure now, I mean, I'm sure there's still a little bit resistance as there is with everything of, oh, was it good enough? Did I say everything mm-hmm. right? Oh, I could have said this perfectly. But now I'm sure it's like you 
do it and you're like, oh, it's done. We're good. Exactly. Yep. (laughs) It's natural now. So for the new year, 2020, what would you say is a main focus for you this year? Uh, My main focus is helping as many people as I can. I have a number on it. Um, How many people I want to directly impact Mm -hmm. with underneath my brand period. Mm -hmm. And that's honestly my focus. I am serving. 2020 is all about serving. I have a vision, uh, but the vision will be met by just serving others. And I'm going to keep serving and eventually reap the rewards of just being a servant in our industry. Of course. Yeah. Well, I see it all the time in you. So I think by the end of 2020, I will be looking back and be like, girl, do you remember when we (laughs) did our episode in January? Now look at you. (laughs) If you had to go back and tell yourself one thing um, on day one of your business, what would that be? Uh, To stop playing scared. Ooh. Um, To not be so worried about what everybody else was going to say. Stop feeling like I had to justify why I decided to do a home-based business mm-hmm. and just be me. Allow people be allow people to talk regardless and not let it affect what I did. Right. It's like you never have to explain yourself. It's like you have to get over that. You know. It's like yeah. You have to know it's okay. You don't have to owe anyone an explanation. Exactly. I I totally hit home with that. That makes total sense. Now with uh, this podcast, it's all about showing others that they can unleash their full self and reach their full potential in business and create the success that they truly deserve. And I know you are just a woman of service and you just want to provide so much value. Um, If there was one piece of advice that we haven't already gone over that you could leave our listeners with today to help them unleash and stop holding back, what would that be? I would have to say just to be vulnerable. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I know we touched on it a little bit, but vulnerability is what makes you relatable. It's not, it's so easy to get caught up in that whole fake it till you make it thing, the highlight reel of social media, if you're building solely online, making your life look a certain way to hopefully attract people. And when you do that, when you're so caught up in trying to be perfect, you repel mm-hmm. the people you actually want to attract. We we are connected by our struggles more than we are our victories. So be real, be you, and be vulnerable. It really is a superpower. Amazing. That was great advice. And I hope everyone rewinds it back and listens to that again. <laughs> now, Paige, this has been, I feel like time has just flown, but it's been amazing chatting with you, girl. I know you have your own podcast, and I would love for you to share where our listeners can either find you, connect with you, listen to your podcast. If you want to blurt all that out, go for it. Uh, absolutely. So you can find my podcast anywhere, truly. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Uh, I have my own website. It's called the Experience Better Lifestylist dot um, com. Well, let's see here. <laughs> it's a little bit more than that. But if you go to my Facebook, which you can find me at Paige Brown, or if you go to my Instagram at the Page 
MB, you can, in my notes, there's the link to my actual Facebook or my actual website where you can find me. And then my podcast is actually hosted on Buzzsprout. So if you go to the Buzzsprout website, you can also find me there and everything is under the Experience Better Lifestyle. Perfect. And I will make sure I put all of that in our show notes as well, just in case for spelling and no errors. That will be all linked in our show notes. So Paige, thank you so much again for taking the time out and chatting with me and letting our listeners just hear you and serve them with so much great content. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This was awesome. Of course. All right, girl. Bye. Bye.